You're listening to Beauty and Life with Giselle, and I'm your host, Giselle Campbell, an esthetician, an entrepreneur, and a Californian living in the Midwest. With this podcast, I'll be sharing my business and personal life stories, beauty tips, and inviting other men and women to share their stories and expertise. So be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get future notifications on the next episode. And don't forget to connect with me over on Instagram and Facebook under Elevate Aesthetics. So grab that coffee and enjoy. Bye. Hey guys, Giselle here, and this episode is so special to me because I have my dear friend Paula, and I interviewed her back during quarantine, and what we talked about was not only about business, her family life, but we really got personal talking about her experience and her moving forward and her life after a divorce. And, you know, when you're running a business and you have a small child and then you're going through something so life-changing, it could be very difficult. But I really loved what she had to say in this interview. So with that, let's get right to it. Okay, so today I have a dear friend of mine. Her name is Paula, and she is an esthetician out in California, and she has a studio called Skin Health Basics, and I am so excited to have her here today because we are just going to talk about everything from her business to her personal life, and just really so you can see the behind the scenes of an esthetician and what it really takes to be an entrepreneur and just live life at the same time. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's an honor. Well, I am so glad to have you here. You are such an inspiration. (laughs) I, I take so much ideas from you. I mean, I'm honored to be here. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. It's always nice to meet estheticians, uh, you know, across the, essentially across the the U.S. because I'm in Ohio and you're in California and I'm actually a Californian um, originally. I'm from the Bay Area. So it's so nice to meet another Californian and I always get super (laughs) excited when I meet more Californians. (laughs) I know, I know. It's like, hey, (laughs) It's almost like we're bonded in that way already. (laughs) I know. It's like, what? You're California? Okay, we need to connect. (laughs) (laughs) Right, 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 right. So for our listeners, let them know a little bit about you and where your studio is. Well, um, like you said, I am an esthetician and my business is Skin Health Basics. And um, I am, my business is in Long Beach, California. I am a single mom. I'm an entrepreneur. uh, And uh, I believe in inspiring others to be the best version of themselves so that they can show up unapologetically and make the world around them a better place. Um, I'm a dreamer and I believe in a world where the vast majority of people engage with the world from a place of worthiness, uh, where we walk through life with open hearts, unarmored hearts, just 
leading with love, but at the same time with sturdy spines that, you know, set boundaries and don't allow fear to reduce us. And so when I started Skin Health Basics, I went into this because I had struggled with acne myself. And I knew firsthand what it felt like to struggle with a skin issue and how it made me feel. And I just, I was afraid to show my true self, be authentically me. So I decided to start Skin Health Basics on that principle that I wanted to inspire others to be the best version of themselves and have the courage to, like I said, walk through life with open hearts, unarmored hearts, yeah. but at the same time with sturdy spines to not let fear reduce you. So that's so beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love how you really just embrace that and embrace that authenticity of business and being an entrepreneur and, and using that personal experience. I find that when we use that personal experience and why we start businesses, it always comes from a space within us and why we want to have this business. Right. I, I think it's it's essential um, to, to have that why, to have that purpose. Um, and it's hard. It really is. It really is hard. You really have to kind of dig deep, or at least I had to. Right. <laughs> no, dig deep and 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 find that and have the courage to say to be vulnerable and say like, hey, you know what? I'm not perfect. I have my own struggles too, but you know, let's do this together. We can do this together and we can make a difference in our lives and in the people around us's lives. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a partnership between working with clients and um, really developing that relationship of no trust and like, and having them come to you for, especially as you said, you know, you struggled with acne and having other clients come in that have acne, you know, you can relate to them. You can, you know, those feelings of, you know, some people feel shame that they have acne. Right. You know, and it's not just acne. It could be, you know, a skin sensitivity that they have been struggling with for a very long time and they haven't been able to find somebody to guide them, you know, just for one, even show empathy, you know, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of doctors that people go to and, you know, they're stumped, which is, you know, completely normal. Not every doctor has all the answers, but, you know, sometimes the patients or the clients end up leaving the doctor's offices feeling worse than they came in, you know, just because of the lack of empathy. Um, and that just kind of reduces uh, the client a little bit more. And when they finally come in, it's just a matter of restoring barrier function. You know, and you can do that very easily with a gentle (laughs) cleanser, a serum and an adequate moisturizer. Boom, three things. You you don't need much. (laughs) You don't need much. And you just change somebody's life, you know, and all of a sudden their confidence is shining through. Uh, They're having better days. The people around them notice that they're having better days and it just brightens everything. You know, something as simple as going out to the grocery store is no longer fear. you're not scared of it anymore. You know, you're not afraid of, oh my God, people are going to see this rash on my face, you know? Yeah. 
Now, what, um, now you, so your business, you started it how long ago? I started my business a year ago in March. Okay. So you're still in that new year transition of getting the feel of the industry of being your own business. Now, um, did you have any type of business experience before opening this business? No. So funny thing is I've been in skincare for some time now. And even before I started my business, I worked for a skincare company that, um, that I love. Uh, we share common values and beliefs and, you know, life just kind of happened. And I decided to start my own business. Again, I'm a dreamer. (laughs) And um, at the time, I was still married. And, you know, I made this vision. I just, I created this vision of what I wanted my business to be like. And to be quite honest, um, I was broke at the time. Yeah. (laughs) And so when I told my ex-husband, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to start this business. He was just kind of like, you're crazy. (laughs) Uh, with what money, (laughs) but I had this dream. I had this vision and, um, I had no proper business education behind me. Uh, I just had that dream, that gut feeling. And I remember on, it was my birthday, my 30th birthday. And I'm just laying in my bed and I'm just thinking, I, I, I gotta do it. I just, I have to do this. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going for broke. I mean, <laughs> what else do I have to lose? You know? Um, and, and I did. And like I said, I had this vision and down to the colors and the smells, I have a habit of doing that. And I just remember what smell I wanted, what color I wanted on the walls. And I, and I knew that I wanted to be in a medical building. I didn't want to have, you know, like your average spa. Right. Um, and I just, I went out into the world looking for this place and lo and behold, um, I found as soon as I walked in, it was the same smell I wanted. The exact candle was there and the walls were blue. Wow. And I just, I said, this is it. This, this is it. And even, even my, my ex-husband, he, because I had told him everything that I I had envisioned and he just kind of looked at me. He goes, the walls are blue. And I go, yeah, I'm doing it. (laughs) I'm doing it. (laughs) And so um, with no proper business experience, just with a dream and, and really a purpose, I started my business and I had no clients. I had nothing. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I just, I just hustled it. I, it just, um, you know, it was, it was a gift that I, that I found Daniela Warner. Yeah. Uh, I really was. I, again, I just envisioned, you know, what I wanted and who I wanted to work with because I knew that I, I couldn't do it alone. I knew that if I wanted my dream to come true, my vision to come alive, I needed others that believed in it as well. And so I found Daniela, um, and, you know, she's amazing. And then yeah. Daniela, obviously, <laughs> I found you and, you know, everybody else. And now I'm just in this amazing community of, of women entrepreneurs that um, we hold each other up. 
you know, we hold each other accountable and, and we give each other support. And, um, you know, that's, that's how it came up. No business experience, just <laughs> a group of amazing women. You know, that <laughs> coming is together. an amazing story because, you know, I, when I started out, while I did have some business experience, uh, you know, I started out in the same, same field of, you know, I didn't know exactly what I was going to do, how I was going to pay rent or anything like that. I had zero clients and, uh, and I had worked at a franchise, but I wasn't allowed to take them. So Right. It yeah, was a really tough position to be in and thinking, you know, you're just going on a hope and a dream that it's going to work out. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I'll tell you, when I um, first told my husband when I was going to go to aesthetic school, I told him after I had signed the student loan photo <laughs> papers, <laughs> I came home and said, oh, guess what? I start school in a couple of weeks. So... <laughs> It was one of those things that having um, having the family support um, helps. I remember telling my husband, like, he was not exactly in the most happy mood, but he did, um, I did tell him to fake it. <laughs> As I in, know. <laughs> you have to fake it that you're happy for me. And, um, and, but, you know, it's amazing what drives us. It's amazing how even the little bit of uncertainty and a little bit of doubt from somebody that is close to you that can really just drive you to be like, you know what, I'm going to do this and this is going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, I think that is a part of just showing up unapologetically, you know, just listening to that voice, that little fire, that spark you know, higher power, whatever you want to call it. It's just feeling that, hearing that and saying, this is me and, and it's, I'm worthy, you know, I can do this. Yes. It's going to be hard. Yes. The money's a little tight. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure how I'm going to make the rent, but you just have this belief. You just believe that you have something of value to share with the world. And, you know, it, it's irrational. Yeah. All <laughs> odds are against you. Yeah. Uh, and I remember having that conversation, even with my father, you know, and my, in a, in a long time ago in a past life, I, I um, was a professional gambler oh. and, <laughs> and, and my father taught me how to, we, we play craps. He was actually the one that taught me. And, um, even, even he was just so uncertain and he was so afraid for me. And, you know, he was just kind of expressing these emotions, which was really fear. And I just said, dad, you know, I am the biggest risk taker you're ever going to meet. So is this that surprising? Right. <laughs> like, are you that surprised that, you know, exactly. I'm betting, I'm betting the farm and he's just, you know, him and my, and my husband, they're like, they're just like, Oh God, you know, but I just said, just believe fake it. Like you said to your yeah. husband, you know, fake it. Yeah. Just fake it. Just fake it. You know, and I feel as, and I really feel like as Latinas that it really is like such a driving force. We are a lot of Latinas that I know, and especially with my mother are just strong personalities and strong determination. And there, but within this group that you and I met in, which is the small retail rock stars, um, with, um, Daniela Warner, um, 
for those that are listening, they're estheticians, you definitely need to check her out. Um, but she, you know, having that community of people, I think is so wonderful to have a group of women. But then for me personally, just because I don't meet that many other Latina women that are entrepreneurs, it's even, it's just like so much better. It brings it to a different level to connect with other um, like-minded women, but also of the same culture. Because, right. uh, you know, there's, there is at least growing up for me, you know, I was, you know, helping my mom do the laundry and help, you know, helping my grandmother and taking care of my brother. Never did I think that I was going to start my own business. So, you know, to be, I'm going to be 40 this year to be this, you know, this many years old. And to think that I have had a business, two businesses actually within my lifetime that I think, wow, what, like I just became an entrepreneur and just thought, where, where did this drive come from? (laughs) You know? Yeah. And, um, but I think it really comes from within. It comes from doubt. It comes from hardships, overcoming things. Um, And I know that you personally have had some hardships through your, um, through your first year of business. Mm -hmm. Personal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, oh boy. When my son, when my son was born, I became a, a stay at home mom. Again, in our culture, our place is at home. You know, you let the men go out into the world and make a living in your home, you know, cooking, which by yeah. the way, I cannot. <laughs> Same here, um, girl. Same here. I, yeah. I, and, you know, you're cooking, you're cleaning, your place is at home, raising the kids. And so I did that. And I, I love being a stay-at-home mother. I love my son madly. He, he is my favorite human on the planet. But, you know, there was something else. I knew there was something else. And I, because I wanted to be a good wife and a good mother, and to be quite honest, because my ex-husband's income was really good, it was just one of those things that is like, stay in your place, stay in your lane. This is where you belong. Be grateful. You know, even though I had that strong desire, I, I wasn't exactly sure what it was yet. It was just the constant be grateful, stay in your place. And, um, as soon as my son got old enough, um, you know, I, I went back to school, he went to preschool, he started kindergarten and all of the things. Um, I started working again and just kind of navigating through life again with an open heart, but still I had that stay in your place, be grateful. Right. And, um, to, to, to be quite honest, my ex-husband and I, we didn't even fight. You know, I, I learned to just kind of pick my battles and just be grateful, be grateful. Life is good. You have a roof over your head. The bills are paid. Your son is healthy. Be grateful. Yeah. But to be, to be honest, you know, my, my marriage was over a long time ago and I know that he was doing the best he could with what he had. And I was doing the best I could with what I had. And it just, you know, I don't have any hate. I don't have any resentment. What he did was shitty. You know, he was, he was living a double life. You know, the person that walked out the door to go to work, you know, supposedly 
Yeah. You know, it was a completely different person, you know, than who came home when he chose to come home. And when I finally realized, you know what, this isn't, this isn't me. This isn't healthy for anybody. Um, I decided to end my marriage and being an entrepreneur, you know, running the business, not just in the treatment room, but behind the scenes, you know, doing marketing, doing bookkeeping, doing social media, you know, (laughs) graphics, all of the things, like you wear so many hats. I just, I just felt so less than I just, I just felt like I can't do this. Who, who am I to think, you know, who, who am I really? Who am I? Who am I to think that I can do this? My place is to be grateful, but I really had to dig deep girl. I was, I was in honest physical pain and not because I was sick. It was just because of so I was so overwhelmed with everything and just deciding, you know what? I love him for who he is. I, I understand our marriage has been over for a really long time. I love my son. I would love more than anything to keep this family together, but I need to love myself a little bit more, you know? Absolutely. And honestly, that self-love was what, what really drove me through the pain. Um, because I realized that I needed to love myself enough to say, you know what, I'm worthy. Whatever he did is not going to reduce me. I did nothing wrong. I did my best, but I have more to show the world. You know, I believe in inspiring others to be the best version of themselves. And if my business is founded on that, I need to, I need to check my values and I just, I need to push through it. Absolutely. So I took some time off, you know, I reduced my schedule. That's the blessing of being your own boss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> reduce your schedule. And yes, you know, financially, I kind of did take a hit because I wasn't working as much, but I realized that I really needed to focus on myself so that I can show up as myself unapologetically for my son for my ex-husband, really, and for my clients and future clients. So yeah, I lost a little bit of money there, but I grew a lot. Um, I just checked my values, which are courage and wholeheartedness, and let that be my, my North Star. And when I was ready to come back, I, I started adding some more hours to my schedule um, you know, I'm just picking up new clients, filling up the book. And again, because my, my values are courage and wholeheartedness. I just constantly kept checking it every morning. You know, I just remembered my values are courage and wholeheartedness. And no matter what, I'm going to lean on my courage and I'm going to lean on my wholeheartedness to get me through the day. Right. I wasn't even thinking about the next week. Right. <laughs> You know, it's just today, day, day. <laughs> today. Um, you know, this is what we're doing. And that self-love, just checking my values and saying, I am worthy and I'm going to engage with the world from a place of worthiness. And I'm not going to let fear reduce me. Um, it's, it's just my driving force 
as a mother, as an ex-wife, as a business owner, as a friend, (laughs) you know, that's what it is. And, um, you know, it's life is good right now, given everything that's happening, you know, I'm, I'm at peace. I'm doing I'm, I'm doing so all right. glad to hear that. You know, it takes a lot of strength to come out of a situation like that. And, you know, it says a lot about a person who can um, overcome that and know that, um, you know, that their worth is so much more. And I'm sure, you know, uh, having your son also is a driving force of, you know, this is how I want to show myself to my son. And, you know, that you really do need to consider yourself, your mental health, your, you know, your heart and every, every aspect of that in order for us to really provide for our clientele, you know, we have to be with a full cup. And we, and it's okay to step back from that. And our clients are going to be there. They're, you know, they, um, some may come and go, but there are those that are the diehards and the ones that will stay with you through thick and thin. And um, when you need that time to be there for them a hundred percent, when you need to re recoup yourself, you know, that is the perfect time to do that. And to, and it's nice to know that you had that support from other people like the group that we're both in, mm-hmm. the Spa Retail Rockstar, the women there. Um, you know, when you were sharing your story and there's one of the reasons, you know, I thought, gosh, you know, I really would love to sit down and talk to her um, because, you know, I was just amazed by the community of women that were just so giving and just poured into you. And this is what, you know, this podcast is really about is pouring into other women and, um, you know, whether they're beauty professionals they or if they want to be beauty professionals or they're just beauty enthusiasts, you know, it is... M- all inclusive to everybody that there's also the entrepreneur life and then there's our personal life in which not a lot of people see behind the veil of us at work. They don't see that too much. And I feel it builds a connection between people. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, um, when I shared with the group, um, that was, that was hard. Like I said before, I had been in physical pain, not because I was sick. I was just, I felt broken. And I knew after everything we had learned together entrepreneurially in the group, I knew that you and everybody else in the group knew what it was to be a woman with the weight of a business on her shoulders and still having to deal with life. I knew that I wasn't alone. And I knew that even if our experiences were different, I knew that you guys were going to be able to provide that, hey, it's okay. You're going to get through this. I don't know what to say. I don't have the answers but you can come to me, send me a message anytime. I will listen. And that's really what I needed because when, 
when else can you reach out on, you know, Facebook or just with your neighbor and be like, my life is falling apart. I don't know what I'm doing business wise, you know, and just show that vulnerability and somebody say, it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. You're going to be okay. Anything you need, we will listen. We might not have the answers. We (laughs) might not be going through the same thing, but we will listen. And that's just, that's so valuable. And I would not have found that had I not been vulnerable enough to say, first of all, hey, I don't know what I'm doing to run a business. I need some help. And then after that saying, hey, my life is falling apart. I need someone to listen (laughs) You know, yeah, so it, yeah. you know, vulner- <laughs> it, it's really important. It's scary to be vulnerable, but um, I have found that my at the core of my vulnerability is my my joy, my happiness. Um, you know, my my feeling of belonging. You know, had I not been able to do that, I wouldn't have found that. So, if the, if if anybody listening here is going through a tough time, just know that at the core of your vulnerability, if you just say, hey, I'm struggling right now, you know, there will be somebody there to listen. And that's really all you really need. You don't need the answers. You just need to feel that somebody's listening. So don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to be you. And as I know, I know I did a podcast couple episodes ago about um, feeling alone and stuff and letting people know that you're not alone and there are communities out there and there are tribes out there that you um, you may have to look for them and find which one connects with you, but there are people out there that you can connect with and know that you're not alone and that will support you. Being an entrepreneur, especially in our field of spa, you know, sometimes I feel like it's a little bit different as far as people understanding what we're going through because we're not the typical brick and mortar of retail or, you know, any of those types of places. So people uh, sometimes don't understand what it's like to be um, a salon owner, a spa owner, and and those types of things. It's, it goes beyond beauty. We have connections with our um, with our our clients. We have we have relationships with them, yes. and it really goes more than just doing a facial or a wax or their hair. It really goes deeper than that. You build these relationships with people, you learn about their families, their children, you know, if someone passes, you're there for them in ways that, you know, when they go to their local, you know, um, department store, the lady at the register is not going to care anything about what's going on in that person's life versus when they come in to see us. Right. And honestly, given the times that we're in with COVID-19 and not really knowing how long this quarantine is going to last. You know, we are, we're having such a tough time with the social distancing because of the lack of connections, because of the relationships that we have. You know, a lot of people go through, you know, their life, like you said, they go to the grocery store and the clerk is not going to (laughs) care. We are those people that, you know, people come to vent. 
you know, we provide that space, safe space, absolutely, you know, to to feel the feelings, process, you know, whatever emotions you need to process. Have your own little rumbles, you know. <laughs> Even you know when when my clients come in, you know, I I. I always have a quick chat, you know, hey, how's your skin doing just to kind of get an idea of where the treatment's going to go. But I always ask them, how would you like to experience your service today? Would you like to, you know, just relax? Or would you like me to walk you through everything that I'm doing? And just the, the opportunity, the fact that I give the opportunity to say, you know what, I just want to relax is so valuable. And people right now, because we're at home, you know, homeschooling and with husbands and with, (laughs) you know, mom, dad, you know, (laughs) that yes, we're surrounded by people probably, or we're probably alone, but we are lacking that safe space to just kind of rest and process whatever we need to process, have our own little rumbles, um, you know, it's tough times, but you are right. We have very meaningful relationships. And that's, I think that's part of being human, really. Having those connections, having those relationships. um, It's really special what we do. Um, You can't really get it anywhere else. Absolutely. Well, um, so how about you tell me a little bit more about this professional gambling. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I was just getting ready to think, okay, we're nearing the end of our podcast, but I just have one more question here. Yeah. I need to know about this professional gambling. How long were you a professional gambler? Goodness. So, um, I, <laughs> growing up, um, we would go to Vegas a lot. Um, that was like the family road trip. Um, from Santa Barbara to Vegas. And I remember my dad and my uncles really loving the game of craps. Um, I know how to play poker too and, and roulette and things like that, but I grew up watching and listening to my dad and my uncles talk about the game of craps. And I just was so captivated by the fact that, you know, you roll dice and the emotion (laughs) is just so heart pounding regardless (laughs) of whether you're putting money on the table or not. It's just the fact that, you know, you don't know what's going to come next, but at the same time, you're holding these two dice in your hand and you have so much power, I guess you can say. Um, So that really captivated me. And when I turned uh, 19, I told my dad, I said, you know what? I really want to learn how to play. Um, and we bought a felt. We went like on Amazon. We <laughs> bought a felt. And then, you know, you can go to like Ross or something like that and get the poker chips. Yes. And we had like our little makeshift craft crap table. Oh my in, goodness. You know, the kitchen table. And he taught me how to play. And he and I had such... Uh, amazing times we bonded through that you know my my um, relationship with my parents hasn't always been great especially in my adolescence so <laughs> the fact that I can connect with my father in that way was really special and um, when I turned 21 by this time I had already been working full-time and living on my own and I had saved some money 
And when I went to Vegas for the first time, when I turned 21, I went in there with a plan and I was going <laughs> to roll the dice and live life and just have fun. I just, I just went with the, I just wanted to have fun. I just wanted to experience that. Um, and the funny thing is, is that my dad had taught me so much that we had developed like a system. <laughs> and um, before you knew it, I was going to Vegas at least twice a month. Oh my goodness. Uh, and, you know, I, I was kind of making a little living off of it. Yeah. And of course, sometimes you win some and you lose some, but it was, you know, the, the fact that I was going, being myself, um, not really caring what anybody thought about me, um, having fun and, and learning to just kind of discipline myself and say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to play however long I want to play. And then if I was having a bad run or if I was just kind of over it, or I was just kind of getting bored, I could walk away, you know? Yeah. And in life, when, when I was, you know, working full time and just doing the normal routine, it was just kind of like, I had to do it. I, I, I didn't have a choice when I was at work. It's just like, I, when I felt bored and I was, eh, you know, I had to stick it through until (laughs) the day was over, but going to Vegas and having that freedom was just kind of like, I can, I can say I want to play and I can say, I want to walk away. So it was very liberating. I made a lot of friends. Um, I have a lot of crazy stories. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually um, I began my relationship with now my ex-husband and um, got married, had my son. And when I was pregnant, that is when I stopped again, yeah. you know, because yeah. my place was home. Yeah. <laughs> my place was at wow. home. <laughs> I, did for, I did it for about five years. Some fun times during those five years, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm doing a different type of gambling. Now I'm an entrepreneur, which is a gamble. Totally different. And- Absolutely. Well, all right. Well, okay. So as um, we kind of wrap up here, is there anything that um, you would like our listeners to know before we say goodbye? You know, I just, I just want to say have the courage to show up unapologetically. Listen to that voice. Feel that little spark in your belly, in your heart. Um, Listen to that voice. That voice is the voice of somebody who you were before the world told you who to be. And that is your most authentic self. That is who you are meant to be. And that is the person that changes the world. So listen to that. Feel that. Be curious enough to follow it, see where it leads you, um, and you can you can change the world. I I believe that <laughs> you being the best version of yourself is the person who changes the world and makes it better. Absolutely, absolutely. And where can people connect with you if they want to connect with you online? Instagram and Facebook uh, at skin health basics. I spend the majority of my time on Instagram, but I'm on Facebook as well. My handles at skin health basics. My website is skinhealthbasics.com, and you can email me skin at gmail. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and talking with me and sharing your story and being so vulnerable here. Um, I know that uh, there, I'm sure there are women listening that can relate and can um, relate in some form and take what you had to to uh to say so thank you so much it's been my pleasure it's an honor to be here with you like i said you are such an inspiration for me and um i'm so grateful for you oh thank you (laughs) well it's always great to connect with other estheticians i always love it so all right well thank you thank you so much bye